You're listening to an audio sermon by Pastor Bernard Milder from Household of Christ. We trust that you will be encouraged and blessed as you listen to the Word of God. Are you ready for the Word of God? Are you ready to be challenged by the Word of God? To align yourself with the Word of God? Hallelujah. Well, please stand to your feet. If you're visiting with us for the first time, we declare the Word of God before we preach the Word of God. Amen. We've been doing this since 2006. You can just follow on the overhead with us and make this declaration. Are you ready? One, two, three. I'm a son of God revealed. I'm blessed with every blessing in Christ Jesus. I'm saved. I'm healed. I'm delivered. I'm a life-giving spirit. I accept his sacrifice on the cross and his resurrection power in my life. I'm bound to his word and can do what it says I can do. I receive the word with meekness and I'm changed from glory to glory. I have the God kind of faith. I'm the righteousness of God and will never be the same. Jesus Christ is my Lord. Amen. As you take your seat, turn to the person next to you, look them in the eyes and say, your smile looks better than the last time I saw you. Tell them, I know you've got a lot of things to be happy about. So I know you face some challenges in 2022. But the mere fact that your name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life is reason to rejoice. Amen. Yes, as a Christian, you can go through challenging times. But when you know your name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life, there's reason for you to rejoice. Reason for you to be happy. Amen. So 2023. This is the year that the Lord has made. We will be glad and we will rejoice in it. Amen. Do you believe that? Turn to the person next to you, look them in the eyes and say, This is the year that the Lord has made. You will rejoice and be glad in it. If you've been going through some challenging times and some difficulties, you know, whenever you are going through a challenging time, even as a Christian, as a believer, God is still saying something to you. Amen? Still saying something to you. 2023 is the year that the Lord has made. No matter what situation you faced in 2022, this is a prophetic message for you for 2023. Amen? If you take this message to heart, you align your life with it. By its very nature, it will change you and you'll see things in your life will start to change. God will take you from where you are to where he wants you to be. How can I say that with so much assurance and confidence? Because God's word is true. And when God gives us a strategy, his word that's full of light and life, and this light starts to shine into your life, it expels all shades of darkness. The word of God cannot fail without God failing, and God cannot fail. Even though you walk through the valley of the shadow of death, you will still rejoice and be glad in this year. Because God is with you and he'll see you through. Amen? Are you ready for 2023? 
Whatever situation you have faced in 2022, leave it there. Turn to the person next to you say, your past is over. 2023, you'll rejoice and be glad in it. Are you ready to be happy? Turn to the person next to you say, I know your face needs a quality smile. <laughs> because I need a quality smile. Amen. Hallelujah. Turn with me in your Bibles to the book of Isaiah 65. Verse 16. Let's pray. Precious Father, we thank you for your goodness and your mercy, your tremendous grace that you have towards us. Thank you, Lord, for this year, 2023, as we submit, commit, and dedicate it unto you. Lead and guide us by your Holy Spirit, O Father. Lord, even as I share your word, this message, a prophetic message for your people, let them hear your voice upon my voice, O Lord. Touch and change hearts and take your people from where they are to where you want them to be. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. And everybody said? Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Isaiah 65, verse 16. So that he who blesses himself in the earth shall bless himself in the God of truth. And he who swears in the earth shall swear by the God of truth. Because the former troubles are forgotten. And because they are hidden from my eyes. Family, listen to me. What has happened in the past does not matter. But what God is doing right now is the most important thing. God does not consult your past in determining your good future. Can I say that again? God does not consult your past in determining your good future. Turn to the person next to you say, I'm so relieved. I messed up a few times. More than what I should. God is a good God. When Jesus entered your life, He disconnected you from your past. And He started giving birth to your good future. Are you ready for that? Are you ready to let go of the past? When you listen to this message and you take it to heart, you allow the Word of God to become an integral part of your life. Align yourself with it. By its very nature, it will start to change you. And you'll find yourself acting with God, thinking with God, planning with God. Can I tell you something about a new year? You make the year new by the way that you live. The mere fact that you are here saying, I want to start the first in the presence of God shows a willingness that you want to change. You want God to be a part of your life. If you're listening to this via the internet or any other way, you're saying, I want to change. I want to include God in my life. I'm putting God first. Matthew 6 verse 33, when we seek the kingdom of God and we put Him first, the kingdom first, we seek His righteousness, all these things will be added. It starts by putting God first. Amen? Start this year, include God. The way we start is the way that we finish. If you start in a dubious way, you'll end in a dubious way. But if you start including God, you'll end this year with God. Amen. 
Are you ready for 2023? God has given me a strategy that's going to help you. And if you apply it and you allow the Word of God to work in you and through you, you'll see great results in this here. And you'll be rejoicing and you'll be glad. You'll have a quality smile back on your face. Amen. Are you ready for a quality smile? Let me see your quality smile. Some of you have not been smiling for a very long time. Let me see it again. Quality smile. Let's go to verse 17. For behold, I create new heavens and a new earth. And the former shall not be remembered or come to mind. What does that mean? You have to change your thoughts and you have to change your words. You have to change your thoughts and you have to change your words. How can your 2023, how can your future be better if you're not changing your thoughts about the future? If you don't change your thoughts, your words will not change. And when you start to declare and say things when you believe it, those things will manifest. Amen? Bernard Shaw. He says, progress is impossible without change. And those who cannot change their minds cannot change anything. If you cannot change your mind, the Bible teaches us this in Romans 12, that we have to renew our minds. We have to change the way that we think. Because what you think, you will start to say, and what you say, you will start to do. So if you want your future to be better, you have to change your thoughts about the future. Because then you'll start to say different things about your future, and then you'll behave differently. Are you ready for change? Turn to the person next to you and say, I'm ready for change. Say, I want to rejoice in this here. I want to be glad in this year. Let's continue. Verse 18. But be glad and rejoice forever in what I create. For behold, I create Jerusalem as a rejoicing. That's the church. We should be happy in the church, not sour in the church. We should be rejoicing in the church. Church is a place where we should be happy. Can I have one amen? amen? For behold, I create Jerusalem as a rejoicing and a people a joy. I will rejoice in Jerusalem and joy in my people. The voice of weeping shall no longer be heard in her, nor the voice of crying. How is God going to do that? How can we say that we are so confident about this? Because God says, I am going to create it. I am going to do it. In Jerusalem. I'm going to do it in your life. Amen? Amen? So sometimes you look at your own situation and circumstance and you say, God, how is it possible? I've been weeping. I've been crying. I've been miserable. And Isaiah the prophet comes and he says, listen, here's the message that I've got for you. Weeping is over. Crying is over. I'm going to create and do something new in your life. Are you ready for something new? Yes. Are you ready for something new? Yes. 
So how's God going to do it? How can we be so confident that in 2023, we're going to rejoice and be glad in it? Because God says, I'm going to create it. How does he do it? He does it by his Holy Spirit. Amen. Isaiah 61. Isaiah, the same prophet, wrote and he said, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he's anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He's anointed me to heal the brokenhearted. He's anointed me to set the captives free. He's anointed me to open prison doors. Turn to the person next to you say the anointing is for a purpose. Turn to the person on the other side and say to them, I want to tell you the anointing is for a purpose. The anointing is for a purpose. The Holy Spirit came to this earth for a purpose. After Jesus had died on the cross, was made alive again by the Holy Spirit, went to heaven, the Holy Spirit came. What am I sharing with you when I say you're going to rejoice and be glad? I'm sharing the promise. Do you have a promise from God? Do you have a promise for 2023? The greatest mistake that we make is we just tell people in the church about the promise. Do you have a promise from God? And we don't tell you about the process. There's always a process before you get to the promise, amen? Have you been in a process? Has it been a tough process? Am I talking to the right people? Are you ready for 2023? Give the Lord a hand, amen? God showed me Genesis 1, verse 2. When God was busy creating the earth, and you can go read, everything was good, and it was very good. But there was a time in Genesis 1, verse 2, when the earth was void, it had no form, and there was darkness. Have you been holding on to a promise, and suddenly it felt void? It felt like there was no form to what God had promised? And it felt like you were in darkness. Just raise your hand. Let me just see if I'm talking to the right people. The Lord showed me and he said, when that happened, God himself was busy creating and the enemy wanted to interfere. Because none of those things are characteristics of God himself. But what's the next part of that verse? But the Spirit of God was hovering over the waters. Family, when you're in a process, the Holy Spirit will always be there to help you. The Holy Spirit will always be there to help you to get to the promise. You know what's one of the most important things? When you're going through the process, sometimes you say, where's God? Where's the Holy Spirit? But He's right there. A matter of fact, God did not speak one word into existence until the Holy Spirit was on the scene. Verse 3, then God said, let there be light. And he spoke the light of the world, Jesus Christ, into existence, into that darkness, into that place where there was no form, it was void, it was empty, and there was darkness. He declared the light of the world to give it form, to give it purpose. Amen. Are you ready for 2023? Can I tell you something about 2023? This is a prophetic year. Because household of Christ this year is 20 years old. Give the Lord a hand. Amen. I'm going to share about the significance of 20 because there are so many cycles 
big things, huge things that God did for household of Christ for us in 10-year cycles. Turn to the person next to you and say, that's a long time to wait. But tell them it's now time. Let me just share one of those. Maybe you know some of them. When I met my wife, she was a, she, she's a pastor's daughter. She can lead worship. You know all of that. I knew there was a call upon my life. So when I met her and we got married, I thought, it's time to start a church. God, I know you've called me. I've got a worship leader. When can we go? And it's my wife, and she's beautiful, and she can sing. This is going to be easy. Amen. Turn to the person next to you and say, first ask God. Do you know when I asked God, I said, okay, God, I'm ready to go. I want to do it. Faith acts now. Faith believes now. Let's do it, God. When should we start the church? Guess what he said? Going to have to wait 10 years. Not one amen now. <laughs> Turn to the person next to you say process. Turn to the person on the other side say process. I thank God that we waited those 10 years. Amen. Because God was busy preparing me. God was busy preparing her. And who knows what would have happened if I had jumped the gun. Had to wait 10 years. Amen. This is 20 years. I'll share many other 10-year cycles. The longest cycle that I've had up to now is the 20-year cycle. Amen. 20 years. Say, that's a long time, but it's worth it. 2 Corinthians 6, verse 2 says, For he says in the time of favor of an assured welcome, I have listened to you and heeded your call, and I've helped you on the day of deliverance, the day of salvation. Behold, now is truly the time for a gracious welcome and acceptance of you from God. Behold, now is the day of salvation. Amen. Amen. Turn to the person next to you and say, now is the day of salvation. Why can we say that? Because Jesus has died on the cross. Amen. For salvation, for redemption, for sanctification, for healing, for breakthrough, for deliverance. For every fundamental problem that you might face, Jesus has died on the cross for all those things. Amen. So, I want to share some secrets to help you to have a victorious 2023 so that you can rejoice and be glad in it. Are you ready for that? Faith acts now. Faith believes now. Faith receives now. So what I'm preaching to you, I've done it already over the weekend. When God started sharing this message with me during the week, I've been busy with this already. Amen. So if you do this, you apply it to your life, you will see change in your life. Are you ready for that? So what does the Bible say? In Habakkuk 2, verse 2, it says, Then the Lord answered me and said, Write the vision and make it plain on tablets that he may run who reads it, for the vision is yet for an appointed time. But at the end, it will speak and it will not lie. Though it tarries, wait for it because it will surely come. It will not tarry. Turn to the person next to you, look them in the eyes and say, it's not all up to God. You have your part to play. Are you ready? The way you talked last year, walked last year, 
helped last year, served last year, is not going to solve the problems in 2023. Amen? If we're going to do things exactly the same as in 2022 and expect different results in 2023, we need a serious wake-up call. Amen? Turn to the person next to you and say, get ready for change. Tell them, say, get ready for serious change. God says this is the day of salvation. It's here now. Amen. So let me share some secrets with you, what you're going to have to do. Number one, go write it down. Turn to the person next to you and say, I want to remind you, write it down. God gives us certain keys to help us. Amen. And I'm going to share a little bit more about this in the weeks to come. But take some time and write it down. The Bible says, make it simple and make it very clear. Amen. So I've gone already. The things that I'm trusting God for, for the church, personally, for our family, I've written it down. I've written it down. I've actually, on the computer, put it and I've printed it out. Amen. So number one, write it down. Number two, put it where you can see it so that you can run. Amen? So don't write it down and put it in a drawer. Put it somewhere where you can see it and remind yourself of it. So in my own case, I've put it in my prayer room. So every time I go into the prayer room, I can see it. Maybe you want to put it there next to the mirror when you brush your teeth in the morning to just see Oh, yeah, I'm trusting God for that. Amen? Or I don't know where, what would work for you. Maybe it's in your cupboard where you take out, every time you open your cupboard, you see it there. Put it somewhere where you can see it a few times a day so that it can help you. Amen? You have to see it. See it. So this vision, it's for an appointed time. So continue to see it and to confess it, speak it, and declare it. Thank God for it until you see the manifestation thereof. Then the other thing that you can do is when you have got it, write some scriptures down next to it. Remember Joshua 1 verse 8, the instruction that God gave Joshua. He says, meditate upon the word of God day and night. Do not let it depart from your mouth. Say it. Declare it. Amen then your ways will become successful. Are you going to do it? Raise your hand if you're going to write it down. So I've done this many years ago with our men's prayer. And some of the guys had some crazy targets that they had to accomplish that year. And every person that wrote it down where they could see it, they all reached their targets that year. Give the Lord a hand. Amen. Because the Word of God cannot fail Without God failing. The word of God cannot return back void. What it goes out to do, it will do and it will prosper in it. So are you going to do it? Are you ready for 2023? You want to trust God for big things? You want to rejoice and be glad? Those things, those promises? Want to see the manifestation thereof? If you're trusting God for restoration, we shared on it a few weeks ago. Isaiah 42 verse 22, there's no restoration because nobody says restore. So if you're trusting God for restoration, write that scripture down. Print it out, put it somewhere, and start to declare restoration. 
if it's in your marriage and restoration in my marriage, in my finances, in my career, my children, whatever area, in the church, in our country, whatever, and start to declare whatever God is laying on your heart. Amen? Are you ready for that? God wants to do something huge in your life. Are you ready for that? Can I tell you something? If you confess this three times last year, this year you're going to have to confess it six times. Because God wants to do something huge, something big in your life. And you have your part to play. If you were praying five times, now you're going to have to pray ten times. Turn to the person next to you and say, you're going to have to double up in your prayer time. Double up in the presence of God. Amen. So Isaiah said last year, with all its difficulties, with all its heart sore, with all its troubles, its hardships, it's gone. Amen? So when I say it's gone and God is going to do something new in your life, the promise that He has given you, I'm sharing the promise. I say, God, thank you. I've been holding on to so many promises, but sometimes it feels like the process is killing me. Can I see your hand if I'm talking to the right people here? I said, God, how do we get through this process now? Show me how do we get through the process are you ready to get through the process once and for all? Turn with me in your Bibles to the book of Mark chapter 14. And when I saw this, I said, oh, of course, Lord. This is the secret. This is the way that we do it. Mark 14 verse 8. She has done what she could. She has come beforehand to anoint my body for burial. I said, God, what are you saying to me? How can we be confident and know that when we write it down, the vision, the purpose, that we will see the end of it? Jesus endured the cross. Because of the joy that was set before him. He knew the purpose, the anointing that was there. But somebody came into his life at a time when he knew what he had to go through to get. That he knew what he had to go through to accomplish the purpose for his life. So that joy could come into our lives. He had to go through a time where he had to die. Tough time. And this woman comes and she anoints him. And from a natural point of view, they criticized her. It seemed very ordinary. They said, she's wasting that which is precious. This could have been sold for more than 300 denarii. It could be given to the poor. Jesus says, what she's done is very good. She has anointed me for my burial. I'm going to go through a very tough process that I don't want to go through to accomplish what I have to accomplish. And she's come and she's anointed me for that challenge, for that difficulty. Turn to the person next to you and say, I thank God for the anointing. Turn to the person on the side, thank God for the anointing. Today is an anointing service. Today is an anointing service. 
whatever challenges you will face in 2023, you're going to be anointed and ready for it. Whatever challenges might come your way, you've made a decision to be here today to be anointed. Those that will come during the rest of January to make sure that you are anointed, that you are ready to face the challenges. Amen? For the joy set before him, he endured the cross. He went through it. But he said, this woman, she came with a purpose. It seemed very ordinary what she was doing, but it had an extraordinary effect in the spirit. You're looking at this from a natural point of view, and you think she's wasting 300 denarii. Let me just put it in perspective to you. One denarii was a day's wages. She brought more than 300. 330 denarii was a year's wages. She came and poured out a year's wages on the head of Jesus to anoint him for his challenges. Think about this. This woman was a chief sinner. But she came in humility and sincerity of heart to Jesus and gave what her life depended upon. Jesus did not allow Peter the rock to wash his feet, but he allowed this woman to anoint his head. Think about that. He said, what she has done is very good. She's come to anoint me for my greatest challenge. And I know the Spirit of God will see me through. Can I tell you something? The anointing is an outward sign. But what's most important that you know that His presence is with you. This Holy Spirit is not scared of anything. He raised Jesus from death, from hell. So if you find yourself in hell in the most difficult time, what you need is more of the Holy Spirit in your life. Let me put it to you very simple. We say, give me more oil, anoint me more and more. No, go read Acts 5 verse 32. The Holy Spirit is given to those who obey Him. Do you know what's the most important thing, family? In your process time, remain obedient. Jesus, when He was in the toughest part of His process, He tried to get out of it. He said, Father, if there's any way possible... Let this cup pass me by. But not my will be done, your will be done. Aina. Not my will be done, your will be done. And what Jesus died for on the cross, your will, Father, has now become the basis for all answered prayer. Because Jesus died on the cross, by his stripes we are healed. Because Jesus died on the cross, we can now become his righteousness. And the Lord can hear the prayer of the righteous because his righteousness has become our righteousness. Can you see how important it is to be obedient when you're going through the process? Sometimes when we're going through a process, when God wants to take us from where we are to where he wants us to be, we run away. This woman's obedience... Anointing Jesus, the Bible says, become a memorial for her. 
well. See, everywhere the gospel will be preached, this woman will be mentioned. Go there quickly, verse 9. Assuredly, I say to you, wherever this gospel is preached in the whole world, what this woman has done will also be told as a memorial to her. Who was the person that shared the message about the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ, that he is risen? Is it not the same woman that came and saw that the tomb was empty, that was told, go and tell the disciples and Peter, I've risen. When you do certain things that seem very ordinary, it has an extraordinary effect in the spirit. She did not do and give what was convenient. There's nothing convenient about giving a whole year's salary to anoint Jesus. She gave what her life depended upon. Jesus gave his life. But that anointing that was done, that seemed very ordinary, had an extraordinary effect in this woman's life. This woman was the person who said, he is risen. This is what the whole gospel is based upon. Sometimes when you do ordinary things, it has an extraordinary effect upon people's lives. Amen. Give the Lord a hand. We live in a generation where people so quickly say, it's not convenient for me. Family, let me tell you something. There's nothing convenient about being a Christian. Nothing. Jesus said, forgive. Peter said, mm, let me just think. Lord, if they do something wrong, should I forgive them seven times? Jesus said, no. Seven times is going to be convenient. Seventy times seven for the same thing in one day. There's <laughs> nothing convenient about that. When they curse you, bless them. When they've cursed me, how many times, Lord? No, just when they curse you, bless them. Nothing convenient about that. Am I talking to the right people? When the Bible says, turn the other side, what's convenient about that? <laughs> if they despitefully use you to pray for them, what's convenient about that? To go to the cross to die for people's sins when you've never sinned. What's convenient about that? Jesus was in heaven. He had everything. He had no need to come to this earth. We had a need for him. He gave up everything. Amen? The gospel will change you. And sometimes it's not convenient. Amen? I don't know where this thing has crept in that it's convenient. There's nothing convenient about that. Amen? To forgive people. Not seven times. Seventy times seven for the same thing every day. Has anybody done that? Raise your hand. 
you're sitting here, and when I was sharing about writing down the vision, in your heart you had purposed big things because you know God has planned big things for you. And you know God will always do more than what you can think, what you can dream, what you can imagine. Amen? Amen. But when you write down those big things and you want God to honor His Word, will you honor your Word towards God? The promises that you've made towards Him, to live for Him, to serve Him. You want God to put you first, will you put God first? In 2023, will God just be one of the things in your life, or is He the one? Is Jesus just one of the things that you do during the week, or is Jesus the one in your life? Is He just one of the things in your heart, or have you given Him the rightful place in your heart? You want the anointing to destroy every yoke in your life, to deal with everything in your life. Are you ready to make the same commitment to God? When you want God to honor His Word, will you honor your Word? Not just when it's convenient, giving, the, giving Him the time you don't need, the energy you don't need, the prayer you don't need, Turn to the person next to you say, I'm ready for 2023. In this year, we cannot give what is convenient. Love that is convenient, kindness that's convenient, energy that's convenient, commitment that's convenient. But when God says, I need your help, your strength, your energy, let the response from our heart be, Lord, your will and not my will. Amen? When Jesus was saying, Lord, your will, not my will, he was saying, I'm not going to do what's convenient to me, but I'm going to bow the knee to your plans and your purposes. Amen? I want to close with this in conclusion. I think we all have room for improvement. Amen? all have room to improve. Amen? The most dangerous thing that you can do is look back. Look back at past mistakes, past disappointments. You have to let go of all those things, the hurts and the disappointments. Paul said in Philippians 3.13, he says, there's one thing that I do. I put the things behind me. Do not look back. Put the things behind me, but I reach forward. He actually starts and he says, he says, not that I have reached that place or that I'm, I'm perfect. He says, but I didn't get hold of God, but God is the one who got hold of me and he lifted me up. But I'm not reaching and looking to the things behind me, but I'm reaching to the things in front of me. What are the things in front of you? The things that God has said about you, the promise. The promise. But to get to the promise, you'll have to go through the process. And God says, I'm going to help you during that process because I'm going to anoint you. The helper, the comforter is going to be with you to get you from where you are to where I want you to be. 
to see the fulfillment of the promise in your life. Turn to the person next to you say, looking back is very dangerous. When you are looking back, you're accepting failure. If you're looking back and you're seeing the lion and the bear that you've killed, they've become spiritual beacons. And it gives you confidence to slay the giant. But if you're looking back and you're looking at the defeat and the failures, it's robbing you of your faith. Amen. So, 2023, make some time, go write the vision down. Go write the promise down. That which God has given you. Amen. Make it simple. Don't make it an essay. Just simple. Amen. I don't want to put things in your mind, but just go write it down. So if it's, say you're trusting God for a, a child. Thank you for a baby, Lord. Thank you for a house or a car, whatever you're trusting. Those things that you're trusting God for. Amen. So what you want God to use you for in the kingdom of God, your family, your personal life, and write those things down. Amen. So personally, I've put down the restoration scripture because I'm trusting for restoration for everybody in the church. Amen. There's an area in your life where you need restoration. I'm declaring it over you. Go write some scriptures down because you have to make God's word the foundation for your resolution if it's going to work in your life. The Word of God must be the foundation of your resolution. What does that mean? It means you have to make God's Word the standard for your life. Every day, pray and ask the Holy Spirit to fill you. Spirit of the living God, fall afresh upon me and enter my soul. Touch my heart, change my heart, mince my heart to do your will now and forever. Ask Him to take more of you, to give Him to give more of himself into your life, to uproot everything that's not of God, to plant everything that's of God, to help you that everything about you would be everything about him. Amen? And anoint yourself if you want to, whatever is your way before God. But you cannot go through the process without the help of the Holy Spirit. Too many people are trying to be Christians without the help of the Holy Spirit. Jesus did not send one disciple out. He said, wait in Jerusalem until you've received power. Then go out and minister. Amen. So all Christian service should be done in the power of the Holy Spirit. Whatever is rooted in God will last because Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. So write it down. Allow the Holy Spirit to work in your life and continue to confess and declare it. And then, most important, Acts 5, verse 32. Remain obedient to the Word of God. Remain obedient to God, because that increases the working of the Holy Spirit in your life. Amen? The Holy Spirit is drawn to obedience to God's Word. And that's how you do it. Easy. You'll rejoice and be glad in it. Hallelujah. Give the Lord a hand. Please stand to your feet. We're not done yet. Are you ready for 2023? When you allow the Word of God to become an integral part of your life, by its very nature, it will start to change you. So you have your part to play. It's not all up to God. God didn't just think earth, fish, birds. He spoke it 
into existence. He declared it. Amen? Job 22 verse 25 says, You will decide, you will decree it, you'll declare it, and the light of God's favor will shine upon your ways. So you have to declare those things into existence. Amen? So let me hear you pray. Say, Precious Father, help me so that my decisions are rooted in the Word of God. Help me, O Lord, that my decisions are rooted in the Word of God. Lord Jesus, this is a new year, the year you have made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. I declare God's decisions, God's decision over my life and over my family. I declare, Lord, God's decisions over my life and over my family. I declare divine appointments, divine opportunities, divine favor. I declare open doors, open doors of mercy, open doors of breakthrough, open doors of favor in Jesus' mighty name. Spirit of the living God, fall afresh upon me. Fall afresh upon me and anoint me for 2023. Spirit of the living God, fall afresh upon me. Fall afresh upon me and anoint me for 2023. Empower me to run a straight race by God's grace. Empower me, Lord, to run a straight race by God's grace. Give me the grace to maintain a steady focus on Jesus. A steady focus upon Jesus. Give me the grace to maintain a steady focus upon Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, help me restore my mind. Restore my mind to where you created it to be. In Jesus' name. Help me change my attitude. Help me change my attitude. Help me change my attitude. Help me change my character. Spirit of the living God, fall afresh upon me and put an end to all my bad habits. Help me, O Lord. Change my general approach to life. Help me, O Lord, to be more positive in this year. Help me, Lord, to be more positive in this year. Help me, Lord, to view everything through the eyes of Jesus. Help me, Lord, to view everything through the eyes of Jesus. Act in me that my thoughts will be holy. Act in me, Lord, that my thoughts will be holy. Act in me, Lord, that my words will be holy. Act in me, Lord, that my deeds will be holy. Make my words as pure and holy as yours. This is the year that the Lord has made. This is the year that the Lord has made. 
I will rejoice and be glad in it. I will rejoice and be glad in it. If you believe that, make a joyful noise. Happy New Year! Happy New Year! Thank you for listening to this audio sermon. For more information, please go to our website www.hoc.org.za Household of Christ. Loving God. Loving people.